0: Our guest tonight is America's number one gossip columnist. He's also the former publicist for Jessica Simpson and J-Lo and so many more. He hosts the Naughty But Nice podcast and his new book is a self-help book called The Four Word Answer. Please welcome Rob Shooter to the show. Thanks for having me, YouTube. How are you? First, let's talk about your book because I have a million gossip questions to get (laughs) into because, you know, as as I said to the audience, you are America's... Number one, gossip columnist. So we definitely have a lot of gossip to get to. But let's talk about your book first. It's really provocative because the question is, you know, you have these four basically secrets. So can I ask you about them? Do I? Have oh, to absolutely, the- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. if I have buy it. the book to find out, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, oh please, we're friends here. We're all gonna be fine. <laughs> Give me a vodka soda, and we're all good.
0: I uh, I worked for
1: celebrities for a really long time, and I noticed that they had something in common and forgive me, ashley simpson it was not necessarily talent (laughs) that's cruel but (laughs) they had they had something in common and it wasn't necessarily talent and so i was lucky enough to have this sort of front row seat at pop culture history being made and what i realized is what they had is they all knew who they were and specifically they all knew who they were in four words or less so i could say to diddy who were you i knew who diddy was he's powerful he's black he's a king i knew his four words. Mm-hmm. There were different words for Jennifer Lopez. They were different words for Jessica Simpson. There were different words for Alicia Keys. So every opportunity that came across my desk, whether it be the cover of Vogue or in Style or to go on the Today Show, it had to match three of the four words to get a yes. So I started thinking about what about if I did that to my life? What about if we did that to our lives? I got paid, I think, eight to ten thousand dollars a month to do this for celebrities. So for the price of a book what are your four words and i actually asked my mommy who's in her 80s and she didn't know it and it made me really sad that you can get to your 80s and not know who you are so start thinking about who you are in four words are you kind are you loyal are you funny are you silly
0: and um i think you'll discover who you who you really are hmm. I got a couple of words for Anthony. I can come up with <laughs> two off no, the bat.
2: Asshole is two words, I think. I don't <laughs> think that's one word.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I no, I think what you're saying is really important because, I mean, even in radio, you know, we've discussed this. We've had Anthony and I over the years have had so many consultants and people sit down with us and be like, who are you? Who How are do they know you who you are? You know, are and you have are. to you have to figure that out. And, and I didn't ever even thought to myself that that was like a celebrity idea or a concept or a branding thing. I just figured, you know, it's for us, we're speaking to a very specific audience. So who are we? Right. Right. you know, so. it's,
1: it's, it's fascinating. Big brands do this. Companies, like, you know, I've not just worked for celebrities. I worked for Estee Lauder. Joe Malone Fragrance knows who they are. I was the publicist for Esquire magazine. Esquire is different from GQ. It's different from Maxim. So I'd go on these company retreats, and they'd spend hours and hours, and often I'd roll my eyes thinking it was so silly, but it really <laughs> wasn't. Knowing who you are is so important, and being able to say who you are is even more important. And there's a difference between trying to be somebody don't do that who are you who really are not who do you want to be i don't want to be andy cohen i'm not Mm. who Mm. am i and so i think that's the distinction here is figuring out who you really are and then becoming comfortable with that and i promise you if you figure that out the rest gets easier What are Hmm. your four words? Who are you? Good question. I'm funny. I'm cheeky. I'm naughty. And I'm nice. I'm a nice guy. But I find sometimes my nicest friends are a bit boring. Sorry. (laughs) And my naughtiest (laughs) friends are too mean for me. So I'm somewhere in the middle. So naughty but nice really does summarize who I am. I'm really comfortable in the middle. I'm not that provocative. I'm not a Howard Stern. Mm. I'm not, um, you know, but I'm also too, I'm not a, a morning anchor of the Today Show. I'm not that kind like there's there's an edge to me and I'm, i'm really comfortable being a little bit edgy i like being funny I really I, I put I put funny at the top of my list when people ask me about my celebrity crush it's Jimmy Kimmel and it's because he's just so funny. I've always right. liked funny people in Britain we actually sort of think funny is amazing lots of people there was a recent survey and more people wanted to be funny than beautiful in Britain like they really did they asked the public if you could pick beautiful or funny what would you pick and they picked um they
2: picked funny well because most of the people in Britain are funny looking. <laughs> Man, that's why you make the big bucks If I could have made that connection Their teeth are, ver- their teeth are very funny There's
0: a lot of How funny dare you? How
1: dare you I've got my new American teeth in So I feel just fine
0: Well you know my, my joke about the British And I shouldn't say this Because I'm such an Anglophile And I watch only British programming We have lots of British people on the show Our good friend Ali Coleman Is always on the show oh. um, Yeah, As you know So, um, But I always say You guys You call trucks laurel and dentists never. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have an Ollie Coleman story, which I think ties into the book. So about 10, 15 years ago, Ollie was my intern. I was the editor of OK Magazine. <laughs> one of the words oh. in this book, and you wouldn't think of this word about celebrities, but one of the big words is kind. Now, there's many, many different definitions of kind. You can be kind to others. You can be kind to yourself. I would argue there's nobody kinder to herself than Jennifer Lopez. She does treat herself with great kindness. Mm. And so about um, 10, 15 years ago, when, when I was working at OK Magazine, I was kind to this intern. I didn't need to be. Nothing in it for me. I was kind to him. I sometimes wandered out of my office. I actually had an office rather than a cubicle. And as kind. It was Ollie Coleman. And then 15 years later when my um, book got announced, I wanted it to be in page six. Everybody reads page six. Mm. I'm a gossip columnist myself, but I know the audience that The Post, particularly page six, reaches. So Ollie was gonna write about the book. I was terrified because it could go (laughs) either way. Page six (laughs) is a naughty, naughty page. And so they could go vile. Ollie wrote a love letter and I spoke to him afterwards and he said, you know what? It's taken me 15 years to pay it back, but thank you for being kind to me. I didn't even remember yeah. him as an intern. Wow. It was terrible, but you wow. do affect people's lives. So I'm not telling you in this book to be kind because I'm a good person. I'm telling you to be could be kind because it's a smart business decision. Right. And I learned it from J-Lo. Jennifer's kind to people, not necessarily because she's kind in a way we might think of her as a a Princess Diana, Mother Mm -hmm. Tracer type, but she's kind because it's a smart business decision. So this is sort of what the book's about, four categories that I think every celebrity who's successful falls into. And I give you all four, so it's not that hard, I Mm. take you through them, I give you all four, I explain why, I'm happy to debate it, but ultimately I'm going to help you find your four words. I love that. <laughs> now,
2: can <laughs> it's a, cele- a good idea? Can they still be celebrity without being kind? Well, you
1: can't be kind to yourself if you're if you're if you're a celebrity. You've got to be kind to yourself. I've never met a single celebrity who is at the peak, the top of their game, who's not kind to themselves, and I mean that in a way. Demi like, Lovato. Did, example but it's the only
0: one i could think of yeah Mm
1: -hmm. but i think even now she is figuring all of this out and you've got to go through your journey and so i think we don't just stop in time we're all Mm. growing we're all changing and even celebrities that have been self-destructed they would argue They did that to cope. It was a kind thing to do, to get away from this crazy life. So sometimes we take kind decisions. We grow up all the time, don't we, being told to be kind. I say stop saying that and tell everyone to grow up to be kind to themselves. Be kind to yourself. When I look in the mirror now, I don't see my big nose. I used to but now I see like a guy that I think's handsome. I've taught myself to be kind to myself. You
0: look better now than you've ever looked before. You really look, every time I, I see you on Instagram, I'm like, man, like, this guy is aging backwards. <sighs> I mean, <sighs> you really nose. look fantastic. <laughs> it took me a long time to get there. Yeah. Um, and I get it, all these
1: people, I get it. People have been hawking self-help books for years. If right. another housewife tries to sell me a book on, I don't right. care. And so I really <laughs> didn't write this book for you, for anybody. I wrote it for me. I had mm-hmm. all this time during the pandemic. I was going crazy. People have asked me for years to do a tell-all book on J-Lo or Diddy. None of it really interested me. Right. I mean, I'll tell you the stories for free. Mm-hmm. Anything to book that. I love it. I made my whole living gossiping about Jessica Simpson. Um, and then I came up with this idea and I came up with this idea. I was watching a movie. And I was in a bad way. I was was sad. I was drinking too much. I I was spending too much money. And I was sort of hungover. And I heard these four words in a movie. And I like froze in the mirror. And I was like,
0: those are the words.
1: Those are the four words. And at, at my office.
0: Were they John Tucker
1: must die? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm the king of the world. <laughs> Therefore, good words. He's one of Diddy's words. But,
1: um, I knew I heard, I knew I knew these words. They felt like an old friend. Right. And I went back through my old boxes of my old clients. I'm not a publicist anymore, but I kept some mementos and I actually kept all their cards. And on my computer, I had post-it cards and each celebrity had their own color and I had each word. So each celebrity had four words. I threw them all in a box, which was helpful now. I'm glad I kept them for the book. Mm-hmm. And, And, And I went through it and I was like, these are the four categories. Hmm." Hmm.
0: It's brilliant.
1: It's a better idea than it is a book. The idea no, is great. So simple, but the idea is great. No, the it's great. Little, I mean, the book's a bit boring, but the idea <laughs> is terrific. Oh, all right, to stretch it then into seventy thousand words. I mean, you've got. The whole book. I could have done it in two pages.
0: Could have oh, been an it's article. A great, it's a great idea.
1: oh that's a stretch of a book.
0: <laughs> well, I can't. I'm, I'm excited to read it. Um, all right. You. Well, so, okay. So we we talked about the book. Now we have to talk about celebrity stuff. Go. So. Anthony will tell you that I have been beating this drum for how long, Anthony? Probably
2: two, up up till two years now.
0: Up till two years. I've been saying for almost two years now, maybe more that Kim Kardashian and Van Jones are going to be a couple.
1: Oh, so good gossip on this one. So it bubbled up a couple of days ago because Cindy Adams, who I adore, but, you know, in the late 90s, maybe not the best person for the Kardashian (laughs) dish. I don't think it's her circle. (laughs) If it's a Marilyn Monroe scoop, Cindy's your girl. Mm -hmm. So I love you, Cindy, if you're listening. (laughs) Cindy sort of wrote this very vague paragraph about Kim and Van, and now Cindy is merged into the page six part of the website so page six gets an enormous amount of hits so it didn't say cindy till you clicked on it and i'm not saying you shouldn't read cindy she's fantastic but it looked like page six was saying that kim was with van and then you clicked on it and it links you to cindy's column which was more of a vague sort of observation or a wish this is how it bubbled up but i hit mm-hmm. the phones immediately my source is telling me van doesn't want her like kim kind of likes van she liked him he he's dazzling he's he's good looking he's smart. van doesn't wanna get into the world of reality t v that family sort of sucks you up i and don't you, i say
0: no i say i say that is i me tell you something he left his wife she was a perfectly good wife he left yes. his wife mm-hmm. once kim kardashian decided she wanted to be a lawyer and started spending all that time with him and they would be schlepping around all over the country you know and back down to dc and sitting around with donald trump trying to you know pass all their uh prisoner reform and stuff like that they spent a lot of time together and suddenly mm-hmm. he leaves his wife and then she's done with yes. kanye Mm-mm. I mean, I hear
1: what you're saying. I I have. I'd love to be able to chase it down, I, I, but I haven't. And the people that I know who know him, are like he's quite vain. He's very aware oh. of who he is. He's sort of built this image of himself, um, which is awfully impressive. He he pretends he doesn't like celebrity, which he really does. Right. And so he's a celebrity now. But that reality world, there still is a lot of stigma. I love reality TV, but within that world of show business, a lot of people still look down their nose. In the same way, Countess Luanne tried to get a date with Andrew Cuomo, the governor, when he was at his peak like you know, six months ago <laughs> right. when we all loved him. Right. And he didn't really, he was not that into her because of the reality stuff. I don't think Van Jones would ever be happy being Mr. Kardashian, and that's oh, ultimately, what oh. ultimately, what you are. When I was working with Jessica mm. Simpson, I remember I sort of knew the the moment the the marriage was over with Nick Lachey was when Jessica became the star, oh, and they were on red carpets together. And the photographers, they're so rude, but but they're sort of like the voice of the people, mm. you know. Because mm. it's all it's all free economics. It's like the free market. They were like Nick, get out the shot because it was worth more. With just a solo shot of Jessica. Wow! So can you imagine standing if we were in a shot together, Cooper? And they said, "Robert, get out the shot." Well, I'd say absolutely right. You'd be like, I'll <laughs> hold your bag. No, I'd say you've got that right. The old in, in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was once with Ali Wentworth and George Stephanopoulos, mm-hmm. and they wanted Ali, not George. <gasps> really? Yeah, she's pretty. Men, men don't sell. If you look at all those magazines, you walk past, even the men's magazines, women are on the cover. That's right. You never see a man on the cover. Not even Esquire or GQ, it's all women. And that's why it's felt on a slow news day on the cover of The Post. You'll always see someone in a bikini. It's quite a trick, (laughs) actually. If you're listening (laughs) and you're semi-famous, what they do is they go to Miami, they tip off the paps, And they pack six bathing costumes and they put them on within 15 minutes and then they leak a picture a day. So it looks like they've been in the ocean for seven days, but we get the whole Uh, job done in 15 minutes. I love that. Bethany's very good at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, Bethany's dying to get herself She's page costumes. She runs
1: behind a beach ball or an umbrella or maybe a skinny girl bottle of margarita (laughs) and she whips (laughs) off a costume and puts on another. And then they can release the pictures for six days because you think you've caught her in a different look. Right. You look at the nails or the hair. It's the same. It's the same thing. So has
2: Kim and Van hooked up?
1: you think? No, I don't think they have. Because if he had had sex with Kim Kardashian, he would tell everybody, and that would get back to us. So that's how gossip works. Mm -hmm. We don't really see it. We're not there in the room. But you tell somebody. That's how allegedly... Demi Moore found out about Ashton. Ashton cheated with Demi. This is how the story goes. And he brought back a lady to the hotel and being a gentleman, he decided in the morning to get the young lady a car home. Well, if you had just slept with Ashton Kutchner, you'd get in the car and you'd call everyone and your friends, everyone. Right. the driver of the car. <laughs> Hi, remember
0: me this, from high this, school. <laughs> yeah, I just slept with Ashton.
1: So <laughs> right. it wasn't the friends I hear, it was the driver. And if you're driving a car, that's Aww. one, my best source is a doorman. People in restaurants, and I know every car driver in New York, because wow. you feel safe in the car, don't you? That's when you gossip. It's like at every award show, not at the moment, but if you're ever at an award show, if you get in the elevator, there's always a somebody in the elevator that's not too pretty, but not, you know, sort of blends in. It's probably one of our spies, mm. and the same with the bathrooms. I, you can't get a, in a stall at the at the Golden Globes because every magazine puts a reporter in the stalls and they write stuff down wow. And once You feel safe. You're in there with your girlfriends. You're chatting away. I oh, know.
0: You know, it's so funny. I know this is like ancient history, but but now that you're talking about that, I realize, you know, I'm basically a nobody. And I was in a bathroom and Marissa Tomei came in crying because yes. Yes. the guy That's she was so. dating yeah, the guy she was dating was having having an affair with Annabella Shiora. Oh shit! Yeah. Hmm. And she felt safe in that the other place. She felt she felt safe uh, in the bathroom. She's like, you know, I don't know who this bitch is. She I doesn't know. know who she, she didn't think, you know, she's like, Just, there's no way she's in radio know. and knows I know. who I am. Like radio, I've got the tanner in my purse. Right, exactly. Live <laughs> from the school. <store.
1: laughs> like, I've I've been in cars too with celebrities all the time, and they get in the car and they'll say, "Oh, that interview was awful" or something, and I'm like, "The driver, hello." Right. And the driver works for the Today Show, like he right. works for them. So they're all like, it's very, it's a horrible life if you think about it. I like my little piece of the pie. Like I'm famous enough that I can get a, you know, a free dessert every six months, <laughs> you know, at Scotto's. Right. But, like, you know, I, I can't get Hamilton tickets, but I can get a free maybe ice cream on a Friday if it's going to go off. I like that level of fame. Can you imagine being followed around?
0: Oh, I couldn't imagine. No, I'm just I couldn't swapping. imagine. Yeah, I'm no, <laughs> I couldn't imagine having to look my best at all times. At I mean all times. Yeah, the days mm. that you want to just go out with your hair up and sweatpants and just not even care. And then and and that becomes the story. That's it's become, like
1: Yeah. Well, that's right. a good little scoop too, while we're doing all this inside baseball stuff. Sure. I hope I'm not giving away too many secrets, but I feel like a magician telling me tricks. Whenever <laughs> you see a celebrity in full hair and makeup at 6 a.m. in Central Park with their dog, it's staged. Mm. Right. They're picking their nose with a big spot. And they're at Starbucks and they've got the (laughs) hair all messed up. Then they got caught. They got caught. Yeah. So it's sort of like, you can always tell. I remember those pictures. Remember when Tom Cruise was with Suri, when he was still speaking to her? Yes. And she was a little baby and he was always in Central Parks and she was in like five in the morning, six in the morning. Nobody was around. The sun was coming up. It looked like a movie. It looked like Sex and the City. She was in a ball dress. He was in full hair and makeup that's and right. mm. accidentally got caught.
0: Bingo. What a wonderful father I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's exactly <laughs> it. Pass me a puppy. So right.
2: has times changed now that people are wearing masks and then you got to realize who It is behind the mask.
1: (laughs) The the thirsty ones get those masks off quicker than we have to ask. (laughs) Like, you know, they can, when they (laughs) want to be spotted. It's amazing. They used to say that about Marilyn Monroe, that she could actually be sort of anonymous and she would actually say to people, Do you want me to become her? And they describe Mm. it almost like like a dimmer switch Mm. and she could turn the switch and become Marilyn. It's wild, isn't it? Mm. I was once in Vegas with Barry Manilow and we were walking down the strip. And a uh, poor devil because of his nose. You can't really hide behind that you know, mm. baseball club. You, you know, it's Barry Manilow. <laughs> and the sunglasses. You've still got the nose. Always. Barry so, Manilow. Like, he couldn't really turn. But I have seen celebrities, Jessica Simpson could go, I could go to a restaurant with Jessica, pull the hair back in a ponytail, no makeup on. She's a pretty skinny girl. You are like, oh, she's yeah. an LA girl, but you wouldn't notice. Then, if she wanted to become Jessica, she'd go to the bathroom and then she'd come out, she'd put some lipstick on. And it's the way they move. Like she right. came. This creature like Roger Rabbit, and it's so interesting watching watching celebrities do it. Not for me, but I get it.
0: Right? No, it's so true. I was when I was at Z100, we were doing Jingle Ball. Yes. Jessica oh. Simpson was performing, and it was like before that we were all you know the the casting crew and everyone was like standing around whatever. And I was standing next to this girl who had her hair in a bandana and she was wearing like a t shirt and jeans and was carrying like a backpack. And um I don't know, something was. I was like there was a line, and I looked at her, and I'm like. Dude, will this line ever move? She's like, <laughs> I know, it's just not moving. And like, we were just chatting, like complaining about the world around us. And she walked away. And one of the people that I work with walked over and was like, oh, you're BFF with Jessica Simpson, Jessica Simpson now? <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, that was Jessica <laughs> Simpson?
1: I, uh, I live in the same neighborhood. I live in Chelsea. And so I often bump into Katie Holmes and um, she's another one. She just, she disappears, which right. is at least why when these celebrities are like, stop hounding me, stop harassing me. It's not always the truth. Like you can disappear. You never see a paparazzi picture of Jennifer Anderson. Like you right. can live a private life mm. if you want to. And my experience working with so many of them is that when they wanted to disappear, they could.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because the main question I had for you, aside from everything else we've talked about so far, um, I've also lately been obsessed with this whole Travis Barker, Kourtney Kardashian relationship. And here's why, because don't you remember when Beyonce and Jay-Z were together, they were never seen together when they were dating. They were denying a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They got in separate cars. They left separately. You're Like are they together? Are they not? Right. You had no idea. Right. Or they got married. You're like, are they even really married? You didn't know. Right. Meanwhile, right. Kourtney and Travis are like, Ooh. here's my vagina. Watch him, you know, <laughs> like, watch him touch it. Like they can't, it's like, it's way TMI. It's Every way single t-
1: too much. So but it
0: like- makes me think like, so is that, a, is it, is it a real relationship? Is it like I, a, what's going no, on there?
1: Yeah. It's so interesting. Most of my Kardashian sources are focused on, on Kim. And so The fact that Chloe's posting all this, though, makes you suspicious. It's like real life. Sorry, Courtney. It's like real life, isn't it? If you've got those friends and she's got a new boyfriend and they go for dinner and the first time you meet them, they're kissing and touching. Never lasts. I mean, we've all Mm. seen it. It's like, honestly, I think of a celebrity like our lives with money. It's that's that's the only difference, right. and they, like it's they, it's it's high school with a lot of money, and so I'm always suspicious of these really sort of. Uh, touchy-feely sex. And particularly when they post them themselves, which is how the world has changed so much in the last 10 years of celebrities. They don't need magazines anymore. They've got their own Instagrams and they can tell you what they want you to hear. They don't really need publicists anymore. One of the reasons I stopped being a publicist and went into being a gossip columnist is the world had changed so much. You don't need a publicist to put a statement out now. You can tweet it. Mm-hmm. Write it yourself. You, you can and, and And you don't need to do interviews anymore. You just put something up on Instagram and, right. uh, you know, it's true a picture's worth a thousand words and you don't have annoying people like us three doing a follow-up question <laughs> like you're just talking to <laughs> yourself and so i do get the new game of it it makes it slightly less fun and certainly less fun to be be a publicist and so that's when i moved over into gossip and, and edit which is now still where i am i guess it's fun
0: anthony got it <laughs> okay, I feel like I've been uh, hogging this whole conversation. I figure I, I, no. I do that a lot with him because uh, uh, I get I'm excited. You talk. <laughs> I know.
1: I'm just gossip about our old friend Tyra. What's happening with her? I, you know I, I, know? My I, I, oh my
0: God. Oh, my girls. So, wait, okay. Only because um, Rob asked. Hang on. Sorry. I'm going to, Anthony, I'm going to interrupt you again. Um, See? Tyra's, a, let me tell you something. <laughs> She's the best boss I ever had. I loved working for her, I loved working with her. She was amazing amazing she did the coolest thing so there's some she had some scandal and i went on i don't know cnn or some show yeah. like that and i defended her and but like w- but like ravenously defended mm-hmm. her like because i you know i know her i mean yes. I, I got to know her really really well like she used to call me back into that little lair that she had mm-hmm. back there yes. and like we would gossip and talk and yeah we had a lot in common we she's both a girlfriend
1: had- she likes girls too <laughs> exactly like, one of those girls that she's got girlfriends mm-hmm.
0: exactly and uh, i remember like I guess I can say this now. Rihanna had reached out to her after the whole Chris Brown thing and was like, you know, I need, I need some help. Mm -hmm. And Tyra said to me, I don't even know her. Why is she reaching out to me? I said, because you're everybody's big sister. You're on TV. You're really relatable. So she thought it was interesting that she reached out and she said, can you help me help Rihanna find a therapist? So that was like our bonding moment. After that, we were like BFFs. So I defended her on television just because I just, I'm I'm loyal to my friends. She sent me a handwritten note. Oh, it's just, I saw uh, you. I am so grateful for your friendship and your loyalty. It was the most, I kept it because it's so, I, yeah, I, I Absolutely. Thro- I absolutely. throw everything out. I'm not nostalgic at all. <laughs> right. That I kept.
1: No, it's a classy act. So she was my first sort of big star. That was the first client I had. There was like a celebrity. She'd been in Sports Illustrated. She was not yet the Tyra Banks. She was in talks about doing her own talk show. I think she'd got top model at the time. And she taught me about kindness too. Tyra Banks is a kind person. Very. And I think with Tyra, it actually comes from a good place. She just wants to be a, a kind person. And so, um. I, and now with dancing with the stars, how fabulous she is. She had a book signing in New York and I hadn't spoken to her in a decade, in 10 years, and she invited me. And she found time to like drag me backstage and we sat in a little room, which is never as glamorous as it sounds. right? And we sat there and we ordered like Starbucks and we giggled. <laughs> and it was like, you can pick up with her like an old, like an old friend, like someone you know, and so no, I love to see that Tyra still doing well, and I love that your connection to her too. It is interesting though, because even stars, they look at celebrities like Big Sisters, or they buy into their image, and it doesn't surprise me at all that she would reach out to somebody like Tyra and ask for help, even though they don't know each other. Right? Mm-hmm. I thought that. I mean,
0: think. I mean, think about. You said they're just like us with money, so yeah. think about just some random person reaching out to you and being like, uh, hey, my boyfriend publicly beat me. Can you help me? What? Who are you? I don't even
1: know you. (laughs) It sort of gives you a highlight there into how few friends they really have. Right. And so like many, many nights when I was with Jessica, I worked for her. I was on the payroll. I wasn't her friend. I was an employee. She paid me a lot of money and I'd get texts all the time to come to her hotel or do I want to have dinner? And you'd think that she would have dinner plans from now till forever. Mm -hmm. And she didn't. She's quite lonely, and yeah. so I often many a nights I found myself being like a chaperone or just sort of being a friend. And so it sort of blurs a lot of, of boundaries, which does in regular friendships too, because it's not an equal friendship. If you've got a friend that's really rich and powerful and you go to a really expensive dinner, they pay, but then that feels a little weird. Right. So it's sort of like a, a faux friendship, but it was fascinating to be in that world. I miss it sometimes. I, I miss that whole, um, that, that whole world. Although I've got to say, since the book was announced, a couple of them, I'm not going to tell you the names, but a couple of them did did text me.
2: They did. I know. Oh, I, I, so I nice. guarantee it was Jessica Simpson, one of them. <laughs> so,
1: what are you up to? Yeah. Are you <laughs> telling my secrets? Yeah. Well, what, one was very happy for me. Jessica. And one, one was, um, what are you up to, Rob Shooter? I see you. They do <gasps> see you. They do see it. They also too. If you go on your Twitter, page,
0: they begrudge you, have- you. You know, I hate that shit. It's like, you know what? You're famous. You've done really well. Let Rob Shooter have one yeah. fucking Give me book. Give one minute. And wouldn't it be lovely if one of them
1: threw book. me a party. You'll be there the instead. Four
0: word like, answer. It's one
1: book. Give it to me. Come on, throw me a party, Puffy. Be, we can do a white. I'll dress in white. Is that what he likes? Those white parties. That's right. Throw Everything. A p- that's right. I'll drink that Ciroc,
2: Puffy. See, Come on. There it is. It was Jessica and Puffy. It was those oh, two oh, that got in touch with I, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> what? Now. Now, uh, I'm really fascinated by this Elon Musk story. He hasn't even been on Saturday Night Live yet. <laughs> he's getting and they're already so like, much crap him. about it. <laughs> now, he could be brilliant, but you guys are just trashing this dude. do <laughs> so, out of nowhere, and I
1: think that's sort of like the genius of this, is that he isn't your usual suspect. He's not a Brad Pitt. He's not an Adam Levine. Like, he's sort of been out of it a little bit, but... I mean, he's a fascinating character. If he's funny, this is the hard thing about SNL, though. And I've, I've been at that show with clients. I see how it works. They know within 10 minutes. So they start rehearsals on the Monday, actually the Tuesday. And so they get the long weekends. They work Saturday, so they get Sunday and Monday off. So on Tuesday, they get to 30 Rock, and they put out these huge tables in the studio on the floor, and they sit around the tables, and they go through skits or potential Mm -hmm. comedy bits and the cast members tell me and the writers tell me they know within five minutes if if they're funny Mm. and if they're not and then they can decide what they're going to do with you so if you're not very funny but you're a big star and you're going to get ratings they they sort of like put you in Sketches and they sort of work around, work you. around you. Right. So, yeah, so they give you very few lines. They do a lot of taped pieces over the weeks. So they can edit a performance out of you. So we will get the best he can be because it's not. They don't just turn up on Saturday and put a show on. They've worked all weeks, right. so they know by Wednesday if he's a dud. So if Elon's not very good, he won't be in all the sketches. There'll mm. be a lot of video sketches, and so they'll be edited together. He's wild though. I was once at a um a talk show and his mom was there and his mother rolls with security and publicists and managers like you wouldn't believe. So imagine what Eli's going to turn up with. And that's another thing they hate when you turn up as the star with your manager and your agent and your publicist, they're like, Oh, that's not good. It's, it's, it's almost like, um, summer camp,
0: and mm. um, you can't bring your mom and dad like you, you, right. you drop them off at the gates. It's codependent. In. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. It's it's, it's, it's not relatable. And especially SNL. I mean, you're coming there to, to do a job. Who booked him to begin with? Like, why do they mm. think that was a good idea? I know. Well, I
1: think it's such a legendary show. Like I'm not that, well, you know, I actually am funny, but I can't dance. But if I was offered dancing with the stars, I'd still want to do it. Like So I think if you're offered that show with his ego I think they they think they're invincible. So I'm sure he thinks he can be taught how to be funny, which to a certain extent, they will help him. But um, I mean, we're going to find out the other thing too. And this is so dumb. A couple of the cast members trashed him.
0: Right. That's what we were talking about. We saw that, that that a lot of them were coming forward and saying, like, this guy sucks. Yeah, they were really pissed. Don't do that. A friend of
1: mine was a a gossip columnist at MSNBC, and she wrote a story, a bad story, a funny, cheeky story about SNL, and she got in trouble. NBC doesn't mess like that. Oh, in the institution. Right. And it's NBC paying your paychecks. They don't mess like that Have you ever done that So I have have this podcast now At iHeart And I'm very Very careful about Ride Seacrest stories Like I just Yeah you have to be be, You have to be Yeah I'm not stupid There's no joke There's no gossip I could give you about Ryan That would be worth my job Right So tread carefully So I'm so shocked And if you notice too It was the newer members Of the cast that did it Right The old The the ones that have been there For 10 years Are like I'm not messing with (laughs) Or Michael says he's booked He's booked (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> now
2: now can the award shows be saved in the future oh, or is, is or is that question. part of americana over
1: i think it's over and i think that the trouble is with it is there's such a difference now between what is popular and what is excellence. And the Oscars, you know, award shows have never been about popularity. If we want to pick the most popular movie, we don't need an award show. We just go to the box office. You can read them every week and mm-hmm. just see the numbers. It's so tricky. The Grammys, you know, and I think at the moment, we're sort of like in an anti- excellent world where we all want mm-hmm. to be in this together. It's almost right. like anti-intellectualism. I do get it. You know, sometimes there's years where, where great movies are also popular. Like the year Titanic was up an amazing movie, technically brilliant and also wildly entertaining. Mm-hmm.
0: But over the last few years, with stars that we heard of yes, with people yes. that were famous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so over the last couple of years, I think what, what I would do, if you're listening is I would cut it down to like an hour show. And I just did the four big hits a big opening a few of the songs and then i'd give all the technical awards out on pbs yeah something mm. like right. that so i right. do all the you know all the technical stuff yeah Facebook. <laughs> or, 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 or did tina face say it could be an email like this whole <laughs> show could just be an email <laughs> mm-hmm. but i'll just send me the winners so i think i'd announce those and um and i'd just do like an hour highlight of best picture best actress best, uh, but, uh, but you know what then nine million it's not the 40 million it used to get, but it's still beating Dancing with the Stars and, you <laughs> know, and America's Got Talent. Like 9 million is a lot of people. The world has changed. Yeah, and so they're that's never going to get 40 millions. In the in the same way, when I look at these new pop stars, they're never going to beat Michael Jackson's records. They're never going to sell right. 100 million albums because of the world's changed so much. When mm. I look at that gold record right behind your shoulder there, who's going to sell a million copies now? No, you can be number one with 20,000. But right. like that world is gone. So I think it's not fair compared Comparing the award shows to what they were and if you went to any executive and said you know what? i can get you nine million viewers on a on a, on a sunday night they'll say i'll book that show and i know
2: they, what, but the problem but, is is they were promising 25 million and they delivered nine so, so, have to so half now money back. so now pepsi's going to go to them and say i oh, want oh, my oh, 11 right. million back
1: but the ad rate on 9 million is still better than on 4 million, which is what they would have been getting with How I Met Your Mother. Like, it, right. it's, just, it's still a massive number. And don't feel bad for them here. If ABC was losing money on this, they would stop. They're not in right, charity a business. TV is vile. <laughs> it's the meanest industry I've ever worked on. The minute you don't get ratings, it doesn't matter if you've been on the air for 20 years. There's no right. loyalty. Mm-hmm. The second it's over, it's over. So we won't decide this. The people that will decide if award shows are over in the current format are the TV executives because if they think they can do a rerun of Seinfeld and get more <laughs> viewers, <laughs> goodbye Academy Awards. Right. It will always exist. I think, too, don't we love a prize? I think from children at school, we love a first prize. We love right, a second. it's true. Because right. so I think there's something in our nature. No,
0: we love the glamour also. Yeah. Like, that was the thing oh, that was I missing, mean, too. Like, yeah. where's my glamour? Bring my glamour. And my humour. And it was very it was boring. Me.
2: And very slow.
1: It was very boring. Very slow. Yeah, Melissa Rivers told me that, you know, Joan used to complain too that the red carpet's ruined now because people don't dress themselves. They have stylists or, you know, Brad Pitt is endorsed by Brioni. I like the days when they went in their own closets and it was awful. It was terrible. (laughs) Like, it's like, you know, I love to see people in their own choices or, you know, I I hate decorators. I'm such a nosy person. If I ever come to your apartment and you've got a decorator on board, I want to see the wallpaper you pick. I
2: want to see how bad your. are You can't is. even paint the door behind you. There's two different colors <laughs> on the door I'm behind deciding you, you I'm deciding which one I'm going to have. can't figure out which one you want. I'm I've been staring at that I'm a 40-year-old man back in my time. closet.
1: <laughs> I'm back in the closet. And I did, couldn't decide which color to do my apartment. So I did both little They okay. say, Martha Stewart said to do that. She did
2: say to paint it afterwards. And, which and I now that you're in the closet, who else is in there with you?
1: I'm all, the, I'm all alone now. <laughs> with a couple of cake stage shoes. Got a jacket here.
2: Got a Brioni tie here. Look at all is Ryan Seacrest in there with don't, you? Don't you dare, my boss. Don't you dare. I need that show.
1: Don't books are hit. Don't mess with that. You see show. Tom Cruise anywhere?
2: Uh. Oh, don't you
0: dare. I that book. Wait till that book's a hit. Then I'll come back and I'll tell you that. Then. <laughs> okay. The book is called The Four Word Answer. We've got the, the same pi- publisher. Your publisher's doing it. Oh, wow. is a- I was still your publisher. Yes, book, that's yeah. my guy. Mm-hmm.
1: I know. Anthony was the one. And so I'm working with him. They're very smart. They're too smart yeah. for me. Mm. I know. Oh, they made me do so much extra work with the edits. I, I know. I, it's a lot I of editing. I,
0: I said, I'm yeah. done. Can't you do the rest? <laughs> but they I'm book up. you everywhere. They're fantastic. I Are love they, them. Oh, I'll yeah. be all
1: over the Are you place. getting an yeah, audio book? So I can't be bothered to do it. It's such a lot oh, of no, work. Uh, I'm
0: sorry. They're, you're not going to be able to do it. They have a professional person oh, who good. reads books for a living <laughs> oh, and they will make you audition God. for your book and oh, then they'll tell you to go fuck yourself well, because they've hired sh- somebody who oh, does thank it professionally.
1: British at least? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'll
0: be somebody oh, British, British, British if you want that. I mean, I, the girl we had the woman on the show that read my book. No. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I mean, what, it's like, I mean, it's like 100, 200. 200 look, your book was a book. My hmm. book was a book. So it was, how long's the tape? Six, seven hours? What? Well, um,
1: you didn't yeah, it's, co- it's, it's, no, yeah it's Have you listened to your tape yet? No, you haven't. I started
0: no. listening to it. It's weird here. It's um. weird hearing somebody else read your words. It oh, felt oh, very yeah. unkind. I mean, it really. It felt like well, somebody say, seeing you naked. You know, no, I didn't like it.
1: I'm going to say that mine is just a. You know, it's a. It's a light. It's a light suggestion, my my actual words. <laughs> I just say what you want. I suggest right. use it as a template.
0: Just, just paraphrase. <laughs> yeah, paraphrase
1: whatever you want, sweetie really.
0: Just get to the four words, that's all I ask through the rest of Exactly. Anthony, I
1: should hire you. You could do it. Uh, <laughs> seven hours.
2: I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Didn't no problem. For seven hours didn't have Send time. it on over. I'll read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll be the very podcast. happy and very animated the whole time. <laughs>